Hey everybody, welcome to Holistic Hearts. I have my dearest husband with me today. Hi. Hi everybody. <laughs> uh, we haven't done one of these in a long time. It's been a really long time. And I was, actually let me pause and just say happy Thanksgiving to everyone. I'm sorry I did not have an episode out yesterday. It was uh, Thanksgiving, and I figured nobody's listening to a podcast. At least nobody should be listening to a podcast on Thanksgiving. Maybe except for you. You might be listening to a podcast That's true. I, on Thanksgiving. I oh. do listen to many. <laughs> How many conversations are started with? Uh, so I was listening to this podcast. <laughs> There's quite a few, actually. <laughs> it's a good thing that this is my job. That's right. Uh, okay, so coming back to why you are here today is we've been talking a lot the last few episodes about permission to dream. Um, how do you go about dreaming? And then I actually went and talked at a mops group, um, a mom's next group, which is the graduated of the mops. So if you don't know what mops is, it's mothers of preschoolers. It's a, it's a mom's group. And, um, had the privilege of sitting with about, I think there were about 12 women there. And we talked about dreaming, permission to dream, permission to say yes to having vision, having goals for yourself. And one of the questions that was asked was, well, this is all great to dream, but my husband would never be on board with some of the dreams that I have. And I came home <laughs> and came to you, Joshua, and was like, how do I answer that? Well, and I, yeah, so I wanted to bring you in Joshua, because you have been supportive all along since the beginning of our marriage for me to pursue whatever it was whether it was personal training or well, a lot of it was personal training, um, doTERRA <laughs> juice plus <laughs> all of the multi-level marketing <laughs> businesses, then jumping f headfirst into podcasting and then breaking off from working for somebody and starting my own podcasting business and launching my own podcast to help people in their faith journey, which is holistic hearts, what you're listening to. So that was, that was 2020. And I, one of the stories that I shared in that mops group was I remember sitting and telling you one day in 2020, maybe it was 2019 and we had gone to lunch and I was like, so I have, a huge audacious dream and I don't really know how to explain it, <laughs> but I kind of want to be like this and this and build a company that's like this. And I was so nervous to tell you, even though you had supported me all along and you were nothing but 100% behind me. Like, yeah, let's do it go for it. And I don't think that every woman has that support. 
And so I think having you here to not only share your wisdom, but to bring in that tenderness that you do so well of like hearing the heart of some of these women that are struggling with voicing their wants and desires and their goals and vision, but also like holding, holding space for the men in that situation too. So this, this episode is for men and women. (laughs) So if you have a spouse and you want to share this episode, please do, because that would be awesome. Yeah. Wow. Um, kind of where to, where to start with that. Um, I think, you know, throughout our marriage, um, I feel like I have, I've been supportive because, um, I think it's, I know this sounds maybe trite, but like, just, it's, it's easy to do. Like, I want, I want you to have your dreams. I want you to succeed in what you're wanting to do. And, you know, part of the balance of all of that is, okay, we're raising four kids and I'm working and you have a desire to work. And I know that there's some women that, you know, don't, um, outside of the home and that's a big enough job. Um, but they don't have those other desires, um, which is perfectly fine. Like that was the house that I grew up in. Um, my mom stayed home and homeschooled and, um, but I, I knew coming into our marriage that like, you know, going to school, um, seeing women, you know, pursue their dreams of, um, of yeah, learning and starting a career. Like I knew that, that the, the, it wasn't the only way to do something was to, you know, stay at home. And so I think, you know, to speak to when, you were pursuing your, your passions. Like I wanted you to be able to have the freedom to, um, get out of the house and, uh, explore who you are, um, at the end of the day. And so I, you know, I think it's just been kind of baked into our relationship. Um, and so I I know I'm, I'm very grateful for that, that we, kind of started out on that, that foot. Um, but I think to speak to one, the women that are in that situation that don't feel supported, um, by their husbands in the dreams that they might have. Um, I, 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 I'm sorry that 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 is the case. Um, it breaks my heart that they don't feel, that kind of support because I think it's, I mean, not only vital in terms of a, a relationship, but I think when we kind of divide those lines of like, um, men can have success and women can't, um, or, uh, there isn't as much support. I think it um, just kind of fuels, you know, everything that we've seen in our society over the last, you know, 30, 40 years or whatever it's been of, um, 
women are strong and capable and we need strong women in all different aspects of life. Um, and so to, to deny that and to kind of squander that, I think ends up, um, backfiring in a lot of ways. And I think we've seen that, um, kind of holistically. Um, but when we think about as a, um, as a, as a couple, as a believing couple, um, in who Jesus is and what, you know, the Bible talks about, I think we, I think we've gotten it wrong a lot, Mm -hmm. um, in the church in general. And it's been kind of hung over, um, you know, some, you know, certain, certain people's heads or however you want to put it that, you know, the, the man is head of the, the woman and the woman submits to the husband and, you know, this kind of rhetoric that is really not helpful in general. And then it, again, I think it squanders, um, really the capabilities and the, the way that a woman can show up in that relationship and then show up in, her dreams and, you know, aspects that she, um, can bring to the world in general. Um, so I think when you see that being done well, um, where they're both, both people are coming together and in support of each other, I think those are the relationships that are probably the strongest, um, in general of just like, I want, to see you succeed. Mm -hmm. Like I, I, when I think about, you know, the, the love chapter in Ephesians and what Paul talks about, um, as an example to that, like there, there is really nothing that I see in that, that like, if we're supposed to, as husbands love our wives, like Christ loved the church, like, like I, I don't see anything else but support and like cheering on and I want you to succeed. Like mm-hmm. I, I don't see anything other than that. Like the way that um, Christ loves the church, like, yes, he wants her to be his bride, right? Like mm-hmm. beautiful bride and, and all these pieces, but he also like brings her up, right? Like, it's um, it's a coming alongside, and it's not, uh, you better you know do as I say kind mm-hmm. of a thing, um, and I think that that's um, again where we've we, we've skewed it um in a lot of ways, but yeah, when I look at that as the kind of dominant picture of like if I'm supposed to love you like I love my own body and like Christ loves the church, then why wouldn't I want to see you succeed in the things that you're passionate about? Mm-hmm. Right. And I, and I think there is a balance of the, and we've talked about this a lot um, together of like, I want to have the things that I'm passionate about. I want you to have the things that you're passionate about. And then I want to have the things that we're passionate about together. Mm-hmm. Right. And I I think if we don't have those three distinct pieces, I think we can get lost um, in relationship one, like either you're so codependent and and we've been there and we've talked about that um, to some degree, (laughs) 
but I think if, if you do have those pieces, um, the overall relationship is just much healthier Mm -hmm. and without me allowing you quote unquote, allowing, um, you to have your dreams. Like, I don't think that you can have that. Like you can't have those three distinct pieces. If it's just, Hmm. I'm doing my thing, what my passions or what I feel like I've been called to work wise or, um, my dreams for, you know, whatever it is. And it's just you coming alongside me in that. Um, I, I just don't think it's as one healthy and, as, and two, like, I don't think you are going to be able to do as much, um, in general. Now, again, like speaking to if, if it is just, you know, the man has the vision and it's, okay, we're going in this direction and the woman doesn't have a, you know, specific dream at that time. Like, okay, then yeah, support, support him in that. Mm -hmm. Right. But I feel like there's been even times where like, I don't necessarily have a vision for where we're going and, and you do. And so it's like, okay, vice versa. Like, Mm -hmm. let me just, it's not always just the, you know, you having to follow me. It's okay. Let's, let's do this together. And if, Mm -hmm. if we're seeing a direction, then let's move that direction, um, together and, and figure it out right as we're Mm -hmm. going. Um, but I, I think if there's not, there's not freedom to do that, I think it suffers in general. Yeah. And there's a lot to unpack there. I would say, in that specific scenario, if you feel like you are in that type of marriage where you don't feel supported or heard in your dreams or vice versa, um, where your, your husband does not feel supported or seen that. And we talked about this, that one of the first responses was if that truly is the case, that there is one person um, that is the end all be all of the conversation and there's no input from the other one, you need counseling. <laughs> that, that's a point of like, y'all are both human beings made by God who have desires and dreams that he's put in you right. and purposes. And if you or your spouse don't feel heard or seen in those it's time for either you to get counseling or together you guys get counseling. Um, cause that's a whole different level of healing that needs to happen. Like, like you said on the, when we were in a, a space of that codependence and you and me were so, um, combined, which is great. We are called to be one flesh, but we were not individual beings, <laughs> before that, like we, we just folded our own desires and wants under each other, not really knowing who we were, who our kingdom identity was. Yeah. And and I think that's a big piece of it too. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, if, if you're, if you don't know who you are and what that, uh, let me, let me say it this way. Like, I think if you, if you don't know truly who you are in Christ, then I think you can be threatened by another person's dream, whether that's your spouse or anybody else. Um, And 
and don't get me wrong, like it's a journey, right? It's not going to be a, <laughs> like right. figure that out and then just, oh, all oh, of a sudden, smooth sailing. Yeah, smooth sailing. <laughs> um, but I think it also can hurt more coming from your spouse or there's just, it's just a, it's a unique relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, and so if you don't really know who you are and, and say, you know, as an example, like I'm pursuing my business and, you know, going at it and feeling like, okay, I've got to do this. Um, and then you come along and you're like, Hey, I, I have this dream. Mm-hmm. Well, if I'm not secure in who I am, I can see that as kind of a, um, a front to what I'm doing. It's mm-hmm. like, well, no, I'm going this way. And like, I need your help to do this. And if you're not following me, then it's going to, you know, throw everything off. Mm-hmm. Whereas if I'm secure in who I am around, like knowing that, you know, my successes and failures aren't going to be, um, I don't know, hindered or, uh, or threatened by you having a dream, mm-hmm. right? Um, then we can come alongside each other and and support each other in those things, mm-hmm. right? And and maybe that means that it, you know, quote unquote, takes me a little bit longer to reach my my goal um, because I'm in the meantime supporting you and your goal, right? Mm-hmm. Like, well, okay, it's just a journey. Like, why, you know, why does that matter, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so just, yeah, thinking about it through that lens of like, I I've got to know and be comfortable with who I am, Mm -hmm. um, so that, uh, I can, uh, support you in, in what you're wanting to do. Yeah, that's Um, good. I think the identity piece is huge. Exactly what you were saying, which totally reminds me. I had a girls night um, last Monday and we watched Barbie and then we had a discussion on, on just the whole concept of that movie, which I know you haven't haven't seen seen it it yet. So So I'll just be brief, but it was fascinating to hear everybody's opinions and just the moral of the whole movie, at least in my opinion is Ken needs to know his identity separate from Barbie and Barbie needs to know her identity and her purpose separate from Ken. Hmm. And it all works out better that way. Not Ken and Barbie. It's not Barbie and Ken. It's, it's Barbie and it's Ken. And if they're, they're together, then great. If not, well, that's like a whole different story, (laughs) but it's just funny because it totally does correlate with what we're talking about. Um, and yes, I'm, I'm sorry if you dislike that movie, but I actually think it was a great message. (laughs) And, uh, I know interestingly enough, this is a sidebar, depending on a generation or when they were born, everybody had a different opinion. So the women that were a lot older than me did not like that movie at all. There were too many messages, underlying messages. And then I would say all the way down to like the friends that are closest to my age. And then it was me. And I was like, I like the movie. <laughs> and then my daughter and another teenager and then, and then even younger girl, they were like, oh, I totally get it. I get all of those messages in there. It was just an interesting, interesting. wave of opinion of that movie. Okay. Side note. <laughs> um, okay. 
Were you going to say something? Well, I was just going to go back and mention, or just talk about the um, the counseling piece again, just yeah. briefly. Um, I think if you are in that situation too, where you don't feel heard or seen in the dreams that you have, like, I think there is a piece of, of fighting for like, like that in general. Mm -hmm. And like, if it, if it means that you feel like you need to get some counseling and if your spouse is not, you know, amenable to that, then yeah, you go by yourself. But, um, I think the hope would be, uh, that, uh, that the other spouse would be open to, um, just kind of getting a professional opinion about where they're at mm -hmm. and, and helping them think through some of those pieces. Um, so I, yeah, I, I would, I would recommend that piece. Um, just, I think it's been, I think it would be, um, a, a good first step in figuring some of that, that out. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So that's all I was going to say on that. Yeah. And I'm going to backtrack a little bit too on kind of the theology <laughs> here. We are not scholars, but we also have walked through quite a bit in our marriage. And I remember Tim and Ann Evans who came on um, a podcast that I was a producer for previously and they were the first ones to kind of burst this bubble of like men are somehow higher in headship than women. And when I say they burst that bubble, they were the ones that kind of introduced both of us into this, like there's an equal partnership. It is like you said, Christ loving the church and the, um, uh, oh my gosh, I'm trying, drawing a blank, but the wife submitting to the husband, it's like this right. beautiful synergy, like circular motion of submission to each other right. over and over and over again. Yeah. Even though it does say that the man is the head of, of the, of the wife. But if, if in the word it says too, when it's talking about the body of Christ, like the head is no different than the feet of Christ and the hands and the arms, like there's no, there's no hierarchy. Right. And I think like Ephesians five, what you mentioned is such a beautiful picture of that just continual submitting to each other. And, um, and bringing up that article <laughs> randomly popped up the other day in my time with Jesus about what the actual, original Hebrew word for helpmate, which is in Genesis, it talks about, I'm going to create a helpmate for Adam. And the original Hebrew word is, okay, forgive me, <laughs> Ezer Kenegdo, which does mean um, helper, but it also means like an equal power and strength to the um, to the mate, <laughs> right. right? And then, did you want to say anything? Not keep okay. Keep going. I'm going to quote this article, and I'll yeah. put this in the show notes. Um, so it says, "The woman was never meant to be an assistant or helpmate to the man. The word mate 
slipped into English since it was so close to the old English word meat, which means fit to or corresponding to the man, which comes from the phrase that likely means equal to. What God had intended then was to make a quote, power or quote strength for the man who would in every way correspond to him or even be his equal quote, which is so fascinating to me. And I don't even remember why that came up in my time with Jesus, but I love that. It's just so specific on the Hebrew name actually means like a, one of our favorite songs by death cab for cutie right. is <laughs> it says court like corresponding, corresponding puzzle, puzzle pieces. pieces. Yeah. Um, and that's how we are created together. It's equal partnership, equal right. strength. And that cord of three strands, that reminds me of that too, you know? Yeah, no, that's good. Yeah, no, I mean, the, the other thing that I was going to say in that is, you know, we talk about, um, you know, the love chapter in terms of um, partnership and marriage, right? But um, also in terms of, like loving one another, right. As, as the body of Christ, like you were just talking about. And I think it's just so fascinating for some reason, at least this is my, again, uneducated, like feeling around (laughs) where, um, people end up being when it comes to this kind of, um, conversation, right. It's like we, we separate, um, the the body of Christ in general and then marriage. And what I mean mm. what I mean by that is like it's okay that like I'm the head of of you, right? And that my only in, in our relationship, my my desires matter more than you. Mm. But then you like go outside of that into the body of Christ in general and it's like, well no, everybody's mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you know, desires matter, right? So there's just like this disconnect in my mind of like Um, how can we, as an example, like, how can I be like supportive of my best friend and his pursuits towards whatever he's doing and not be supportive of my wife? Like Mm -hmm. that just doesn't make any sense whatsoever. Right. Mm -hmm. Like, because he's a man, like, I mean, just, Mm -hmm. you know, that piece of like, or even being like supportive of another woman, right? Like Mm -hmm. outside in the church, like, or somebody's pursuing something um, noble. You think of the Beth Moores of the world, right? Like, Mm -hmm. oh, she's doing like, she, she was given that like dream of Mm -hmm. like building this ministry Mm -hmm. and, you know, people had to support her through that. And so like, it just doesn't make any sense to me that like we would support these other things, men or women, Mm -hmm. um, led and not be supportive of our own spouse. Like it just, that boggles my mind. Mm -hmm. Um, and so, I mean, to all of that, like, I I think it's, it is a mind shift, Mm -hmm. you know, like around, you know, where you've grown up and the traditions that you've been brought up in and all, all those pieces to even what you were just um, talking about with that article. Um, we've, I think we've been, taught and again i think this is where we've screwed screwed it up a lot is because of that um view of kind of hierarchy 
ideas, like it's, it's kind of thrown us for a loop, um, in general. Mm -hmm. And so I, I know that it is a mind shift, um, change as far as like, okay, how am I actually going to view my wife pursuing something, um, something that she's passionate about, a dream that she has, what have you, mm -hmm. um, it, it's going to be working a different muscle, um, mm -hmm. at the end of the day and, 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 and maybe wrestling with it for like seeking out counsel and like trying to like dig into the text and figure out like, what does this actually mean yeah. um, for me as a husband to, to love my wife and to support her and what she's doing. Mm -hmm. Like there might be some counseling there might be some like getting around people that um, have understood that a little bit better than, than you have to, to understand um, how to, how to shift your mindset yeah. in some of that. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, at the end of the day, I just kind of want to be like, man, if, if you're not in that place and you're not supporting your, your spouse, like just like step up, like just like <laughs> change your ways. Like, mm -hmm. like the, it's going to be better for you. I promise. Like, yes. yeah. um, if you, if your wife sees you supporting her and the things that she loves, like, like she's going to be wanting to be more supportive of you and what right. you're wanting to do. And, um, there's going to be that give and take and, um, and it might mean some sacrifice, like, mm -hmm. but again, like that's what we've been called to do. Um, yeah. if you, again, going back to the love chapter, like if you, if that's what you believe, then that's what you've been called to. Right. Like Christ loved the church. He gave her himself up for her, like ultimate sacrifice mm -hmm. for her. Right. So, um, yeah, as nicely as I can say that, like just... Um, yeah. And re I mean, reach out to Krista and reach, I mean, we're, we're here to, to provide as much support as, as needed in that. Um, mm -hmm. but yeah, I think it's, uh, it's a, sh it's a shame that women feel that, that way. Um, I, I was saddened to hear that you came back from that meeting, um, you know, with people from, the, from the church, as far as I know, and mm -hmm. you know, that, um, that have spouses that, you know, I don't know what they believe, but it's, it's sad to me that, mm -hmm. that that is the case. Um, yeah. At this stage. Yes. <laughs> in, in our 2023. world. 2023. So, <laughs> yes. yeah. Yeah. Okay. So there's a few things that I want to hit on. I know we're already 30 minutes in you guys. Thanks for staying with us. I just feel like this conversation needs to happen. And so one thing is, so that whole scenario was if legitimately your spouse really does not care or seem like he cares, um, there's a shutdown, there's a, a hierarchy of authority pushing down, like the not being heard, like sure. literally you do not have a voice. Here's the other conversation I want to talk about <laughs> is that you think that your spouse doesn't support you, but you've never shared your dreams, your mm. hopes. And let me be clear too: dreams, hopes, goals. This could be anything from losing weight to starting a company to going on a girl's trip <laughs> to, I mean, you think about whatever desires it could be starting a nonprofit. It could be, uh, I don't know, going back to school or something. Um, if you 
don't know whether your spouse supports you and you automatically are telling yourself a story of, well, my spouse doesn't support me. Mm. I want to unpack that because I feel like (laughs) even in our own marriage, even though I know you support me, there are times when I hold back, like I, uh, whenever that was in 2019, sharing that big dream of having my own company, it still was nerve wracking because I was thinking, gosh, what is he going to think? Or how is that going to work out with working? And I'm working and he's working. And what does that look like at home? And, and many tears and just self inflicted stories in my own brain of like, well, how's this going to work? Cause blah, blah, blah. So really defining whether is it a story that you're telling yourself as an excuse to not be vulnerable and risk putting your dreams out there or is it legitimate? (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah. If you have been vulnerable and been shot down Mm -hmm. in comparison to that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I feel like, I would say from our experience in the, in those times, it's more of you don't know until you are vulnerable, right? Yeah. Like how it's going to work out mm-hmm. um, in general, right? And you can, you can put that across to a bunch of different things um, mm-hmm. of, you know, something that you're struggling with or something that you're, you know, um, dreaming and not sharing or just, mm-hmm. um, stuffing, stuffing down at the end of the day. Right. Like mm-hmm. I, I, I want to ask for help, but I don't know how it's going to be received right. Or wh- whatever it is. Right. Yeah. Um, and that can be as simple as to do the dishes or what, whatever mm-hmm. it is. Right. Um, but I, I think it all comes back to like you, you can't control how the other person is going to react to any of that. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you, you can only be true to yourself in like, okay, like this is something that, um, if I'm, if I'm passionate enough about it, if I, um, want it enough that, uh, I feel like I need to share, then I think you like, it's going to take maybe some guts to just like get it, like to get over your, the story that you've been telling yourself and Mm -hmm. just put it out there and just kind of see where it lands. Mm-hmm. But at least at that point, you kind of know where you're at at, right. at, at the end of the day. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, that would be my best advice to that is just, okay. Like you've, it, it takes, it's going to take some, some guts, but you got to be vulnerable enough to share it. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe that starts with sharing it with a friend, right? If it's mm-hmm. really, if it's only been just something that you've, kind of had in the back of your mind and you've never shared that dream with somebody yeah at least just getting it out there or Mm -hmm. getting on paper first and then Mm -hmm. sharing with a friend and then like okay how do i bring this up to my spouse that you know or whatever it is right but Mm -hmm. um i think taking those steps to to get it out into the world is is the only yeah is, is the best place to start yeah i like that advice i I think in our own story, I had so many coaches, well, one in particular, 
that probably heard the beginnings of the bigger dream before I shared it with you. But again, going back to identity, I really needed to know who I was Hmm. before I could take any steps into actually believing that it could be true. And that was huge. I think it really does come back to the identity piece um, over and over again and knowing who you are, who he's created you to be and standing on that and trusting that he's got your spouse in that too. And I, I'm not saying to be rebellious at all, like (laughs) with your dream, like if you're like, well, screw you, I'm going to go follow my dream. (laughs) That's like totally not what I'm saying at all. There is definitely like Holy Spirit led patience and making sure that, that things are well-timed. Um, you may have a dream, like we have a dream that's a not yet, like our kids are young and they we know that it's not right, or at least it hasn't been in this past season, even though you got a dream in 2015, a very specific one. Right. And like knowing when to hold it and wait and knowing when to like what, knowing when is it tipping into, it's costing you your it's making you get quieter and quieter and quieter and numb out on your own Hmm. desires Hmm. and dreams. Um, yeah. And and I would say to that as well, like if, if it is something that isn't not yet, at least inviting your spouse into that, not yet so that you have a place to hold it together. Sorry. (laughs) Um, I think is super important as well, right? Yeah. Um, because if nobody knows about it and it's a not yet, then it could just fizzle out mm-hmm. w- without there being some sort of like, hey, remember that you remember we talked about this and this is something that you desire. Mm-hmm. Like, is this the season for that yet, mm-hmm. or is it okay? Not yet. Let's hold on to that, right? Yeah. But if you don't have that kind of accountability partner or somebody to kind of walk through that with you, then, um, it could just, it could be something that fizzles out now, whether it should or, you know, all, yeah. all these pieces. Right. But I think everybody's journey is going to be a little bit different in all of those pieces of just, but, but keeping it, um, keeping it fully to yourself, I don't think is the best way to like, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, realize that dream at the end of the day. Um, again, regardless of the timing of any of that. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So good. Okay. Any other final thoughts before we end this sesh? Yeah. I, I think we're just, we're for those healthy marriages and the, at the end of the day. Right. Yeah. And like, we want to see people thriving together towards certain, certain things. Mm-hmm. Um, those dreams that they have. And so, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I think the only thing that I would say in in my experience in my industry, real quick, um, I, I have seen where people don't have or are not on the same page with their dreams. Mm-hmm. And then they get to, you know, close to retirement or close to this, you know, this next stage of life. And if they hadn't been thinking about it, 
I think it, it just, um, it squanders the, the impact that they can end up having in general mm -hmm. because they, yeah. Cause they've never thought through it before. Mm -hmm. Does it, does it make sense? Mm -hmm. Like, and, and, and then it ends up being lost or like you're on a completely different page than your spouse is at, you know, like before your retirement and your, your identity is so wrapped up in your work mm -hmm. that you like, you don't even know how to shift mm -hmm. um, into not doing that specific thing. Right. And so it, it's just, I, I'm, or your identity so wrapped up in your kids because right. you've, you've pushed away any other desire, which is a beautiful thing. Motherhood is a beautiful thing, but like my good friend, Megan Nielsen says all the time, motherhood is not your highest calling. Right. So if you get to that place of empty nesting right. and you've suppressed all of these desires and dreams, it's a real rough place to come out of. It's doable. Right. And like you said, that impact that you could be having connected with your spouse could be that much more significant. Right. Yeah. So, so in that, I, I mean, all of those pieces that we're, we're talking about, like, I think it, at the end of the day, it has to be, has to be talked about and in every season it's going to be a shifting. Right. Mm -hmm. And okay. What's, what's the intermediate dream, right. That we're working on. And maybe that's two separate dreams. Maybe that's one dream, wh whatever it might be. Right. But, um, if, if you're not talking through that, I think it just, it can get lost. And then, and then I, I would in those big life transitions and I've seen it, um, where people just don't know what to do mm -hmm. um, with themselves. And then I think they just end up kind of getting lost in the nothingness of life and mm -hmm. squandering, you know, those dreams that they did have at yeah. one point. And I think, um, I think that that's, it's just super important. Like, okay, we talk spiritually, right. And um, as a couple, but I mean, even just practically like, if you don't know what those dreams are, then you don't know where you're spending your money and what like you want to be doing to make an impact. Like, mm -hmm. you know, you have to be on the same page, um, as a couple to know, um, where you're going yeah. at, at the end of the day. And that's kind of what all this is and, mm -hmm. and being supportive of one another through that mm -hmm. and through those different seasons of life. Um, so I think that that's, yeah, it's, Super important. Yeah. So good. Awesome. Okay. Well, thanks for joining me today. Yeah. You're amazing. Thanks for having me. It's good. And uh, hey, guys, thanks for listening. Uh, thank you guys for supporting. Uh, we had a massive donation um, this last week from a fellow listener. And I just wanted to give a shout out and say thank you for uh, contributing to Holistic Hearts and partnering with me to keep this going. I'm excited for what is to come in this next month <laughs> and in 2024. Uh, so if you want to partner with us, go to buymeacoffee.com slash Kristen Fields Chadwick. It'll be in the show notes and you can help support and partner with us. All right. Take care. <laughs>